0: Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to Live with Mars, the podcast. First thing I want to say is, happy Sunday, everyone. I hope you're having or had a good Sunday afternoon, depending if you're hearing this the day it was aired or a day or two later that it's air date. I hope you had a great Sunday because you certainly deserved it. I am your host Mars and in today's episode we are going to discuss fake news now I'm pretty sure everyone who is tuning in today knows what fake news is and how it relates to the world of media in general however if you are not too sure what fake news means and how it affects our media, I'm going to read a quick, simple, yet precise definition that I found on the word fake news on dictionary.com. So by definition, fake news is false news stories often of a sensational nature Created to be widely shared or distributed for the purpose of generating revenue or promoting or discrediting a public figure, political movement, or company. And I felt the need to discuss the word fake news and discuss my stance on this word itself and how it's painted a negative light for many journalists especially young journalists who are hoping to be part of the world of media whether it's in news broadcasting or writing for a newspaper or writing for a magazine Um, I felt like it was important to discuss this because me being one of those young up-and-coming writers who want a career in any of those fields. The term fake news is something I often, I hear often whenever I tell people that I am a journalism major and I hope to one day work for Fox Sports. Because that's all that I really hear is, oh, you want to work for fake news this, oh, you want to be a fake news writer, fake news blah blah blah, and in all honesty, it really grinds my gears whenever people say that, because fake news is such a bad label. If I'm going to be honest, I get so heated up whenever I hear the word fake news and whenever people try to associate me and my work that they've never read and put it under the umbrella of fake news and, and just the work, it's its place into our society because that is not what I'm about and that's something I never want to be about so I I feel very passionate about this topic today and I feel very passionate about discussing it because I feel like it's a discussion we need to have not just you know not just like one-on-one just like so that the public can know but also for other future writers out there who are like me and want a career in either broadcasting television or being a writer for a newspaper or magazine I think it's time that you know us especially have this discussion and really try to figure out ways to dismantle terminology fake news and flip the script of what it stands for because that is not what every journalist stands for. And I want to talk about how you know, how I kind of discovered fake news and ind- and its existence in the world of media. And why I feel it's my duty to just do everything I can in my end to dismantle fake news and not be part of this negative note. So... So, I mean, so basically, I'll be honest. When when I first discovered or realized when I first realized that I wanted to be a journalist and I wanted to be part of the media world itself I was really young um, I was in sixth grade when I discovered the world of journalism itself I didn't I, I know that sounds bad <laughs> I didn't discover the world of journalism obviously um, throughout your whole life you you see the news you hear the talk show hosts on the radio stations you know you you know what the media is you grow up with it in some shape or form so my mistake for saying I discovered it because I didn't discover any of it in middle school but I did discover that you know I wanted a career in the field of media itself and being part of you know that world um, I was in sixth grade when I started paying more attention to, you know, to the world of media, basically is what I'm saying. In sixth grade, I really started paying attention to the kind of career I wanted and who I wanted to be. And, you know, at a very young age, I, I really had this this idea of where I wanted to be in the next... 20 plus years in my life. So I was, you know, I was very proactive at a really young age at what I wanted to do because growing up as a poor person, um, obviously that was a cycle I didn't want to continue in. I wanted to be better. I wanted to have better for myself. And when I was just, you know, one day, um, it was Sunday Night Football that I remember. I don't remember who was playing, so don't even, like, try to, like, think <laughs> or ask um, who was playing because this was, this was so long ago. This was, like, what, I was, like, 11 in 6th grade, I'm 25 now, so this was, like, 14 years ago. I don't know who was playing 14 years ago that Sunday night when I you know had this um... when I had this awakening of what I wanted to do in the future (laughs) so fourteen years ago as I was saying Sunday Night Football fourteen years ago was watching TV and um... you know right before kickoff obviously the the reporters come out on TV and they just start discussing um... you know just just what's what what the game is going to be about like who's playing who are the key players um who are the coaches of the night and you know they're just giving you know quick thoughts on all of that before kickoff and (coughs) that night the woman who was on tv reporting live at this football game for the nfl was none other than Pam Oliver, and my God, seeing Pam Oliver on TV, just, you know, re- reporting, reporting the NFL game, and hearing her thoughts, and hearing everything she had to say about the game, and um, giving us, you know, little snippets of, like, the interviews that, like, she had with some of the players on both sides of the team that just spoke volumes to me and when I say it spoke volumes to me what I mean is it it really resonated with me seeing her on TV and being able to interact with the most elite athletes in the entire world because at that time (laughs) I really thought um, that I could make it either in the WNBA or in track and field or, you know, like I, obviously, you know, I was a kid, so, you know, my, my dreams and hopes back then were very, <laughs> it, it wouldn't you know it it wasn't likely for me to have a career in any of those fields because of my physical disadvantages and what I mean by that is I'm a short Mexican girl it would be very hard for me to get picked up by any you know professional team especially when you're going up against millions upon other girls who are trying to reach the same goal. And obviously, you know, when I was in sixth grade, yes, I wanted that dream to come true. But at the same time, I needed to think about the realities of what I was up against. And so, like I said, like, you know, like, I I still wanted a career that was involved in the life of sports. And to me at the time, being like a health trainer and all of that, or being a coach, it didn't really speak to me because, yeah, those are still cool jobs, and you know you're still part of the action, obviously. But, but it just it just didn't feel right for me personally. So that day, is like, like I was saying, like I remember that day, like just thinking about like you know what I can do that would still have me place in the world of sports because I love sports and all of middle school and high school besides being in band I was in sports so you know I always wanted a career in sports and I, I wanted something where I can like mark my name and you know truly make something of myself and that night seeing Pam Oliver and Seeing her interaction with the players before and after the game, that certainly spoke to me. That's when I was like, this is it. This is what I got to do. I have to be (laughs) like Pam Oliver. I have to be a sports reporter. Or at least a sports journalist, you know? Like, this is like, you know, that was huge for me. That was a huge moment because that's when I realized I got it. I'll still be able to um go to all these amazing games whether it's for the nba or the nfl you know i'll i'll be able to go to these games i'm going to meet the world's best athletes and i'm going to get to interview them i'm going to have you know like these professional personal relationships with these guys and with legends all around especially because for fox sports every sunday um every Sunday morning whenever you see Howie and Michael Stray and and, you know all the guys every Sunday morning on Fox Sports you know talking about like the games that are coming up and who's playing who's injured you know just that entire atmosphere I mean that is just so cool that is like the best job in the world and that is just something where I just knew I can see myself doing for 20 plus years for as as long as I possibly can, and it's gonna be it's gonna be one heck of a ride. Obviously, because I mean, you get to travel, you get to be with all these legends, and I just I just knew it. I just I just knew this was something I had to do. So, anyways, the so sixth grade figured, okay, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. This is what I'm gonna go to college for, and you know, let's, let's do it, fully confident, fully have my mind set on this go, and maybe being me, once I have my mind, uh, excuse me, once I have my mind set on something, I'm very persistent, I'm not going to listen to what other, uh I'm not going to listen to what others have to say, or, you know, anything like that, I was like, this is it, tunnel vision, this is what I'm going to do. So obviously fast forwarding a few years later, you know, as I'm like still thinking about this career and you know also looking into what the journalism degree itself has to offer. I also realize that I can be a writer for news stations or for newspapers or for magazines, and there's so much opportunity for Different types of jobs that you can have when you have a journalism degree in the world of media. And I really loved that about journalism because as I was getting older, the more I was realizing that, you know, for whatever reason, for whatever reason at all, if I do not make it as a television reporter. That's okay, because being a news writer, a news station writer, or writing for a newspaper, or writing for a magazine, that's still really dope. Because you know, I I also am a person who loves to write. I mean, if you follow me on social media, whether it's my Facebook or my Instagram or my Tumblr account, I mean pretty much all my friends this know that I am a writer and I am currently writing different projects right now which is kind of irrelevant to to just throw in because into this discussion but I'm a writer so you know for me it looks well, so kind of relevant because I am a writer still because it's all I love to do I love to write you know and Writing for newspapers, writing for magazines, I mean, you know i'm I don't hate it, I love it, and I'm really good at it, so you know, like I said, going for a journalism degree and having all these different choices that of of careers that I can do. Other than television reporting, in case that doesn't work, you know I have so much opportunity, so much more to fall back on, just in case it doesn't work out. So with that being said, let's um, let's fast forward a little bit more, more into my life. Let's um, it's, kind of talk about high school because high school is where I really started to get into the zone of writing in general. So, high school time, I'm, like, you know, I'm writing stories. I'm writing, you know, little things like that. Um, I'm also, you know, kind of researching newspaper articles and magazine articles. Just to, you know, just to prepare my brain for um, the type of writing I'm going to have to get used to after college. And, of course, when I'm in college. Because you're going to learn all of that, obviously. So... So that I was, you know, mentally preparing myself in high school. And um, <sighs> and if I'm going to be honest, even more honest, um, when I was in high school, I was pretty much under the imp- impression that every new story... That I would read all right any story any story written by a journalist I truly believed was a hundred percent facts and a hundred percent unbiased, so with that being said I definitely had so much faith in many journalists I had so much faith to the point where I really thought every journalist in the world had the mentality of of writing the truth and nothing but the truth And to remain unbiased to the point where you can always have confidence in what was going on in the media when it comes to reporting everything going on in our world. So I'll be honest, you know, I really thought that every journalist was unbiased, every thought every news station was unbiased, and, you know, I I truly believe that every story was for the greater good well (laughs) obviously (laughs) once I started college that that clearly was not the case you see in college that was when I started to really pick up how it was easy for me to read between the lines because now in cottage mode there is no playing games like this is like like this is game time basically especially when it comes to your writing you know (laughs) and when it comes to the art of Telling a story or a certain event. This is where you really sharpen your skills and you start to recognize what is factual and what is fake. And you also start to realize the type of journalist you want to be in the world of media. So, right away, as soon as I started college, when I started to recognize and when I actually started to to just accept and, you know, understand that there are journalists out there who are going to Spread lies for personal gain and just to, you know, create some type of re- revenue for them and just just personally help themselves. That was when I I just I I had to make a decision right then and there to either join this group of people or try my best to resist and push back now obviously I am not the type of journalist who is going to make up whatever and spread false information I decided early on that I'm going to be the journalist that I want people to feel like they can rely on and they can have full on confidence in when it comes to reporting the news. Um, and I've been practicing you know that type of writing in in my blog, my Tumblr blog. That's that's where I write all my news stories, all my newsworthy stories. This is on Tumblr, the social media app. Um I've been writing on there for 2 years now and everything that I post on there is completely unbiased and a hundred percent factual information you know I I don't want to be part of the fake news umbrella I want to restore what I want to restore the idea that I had in my head many years ago when it comes to fake news and I wanna implement that into our society because fake news is just totally ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. I cannot stand it. And and you know, so I'm I'm kind of doing my part in it and I just wanna say too that if for whatever reason, um you had no idea this was going on or you want or you knew that all of this is going on, this fake news is going on and you kinda want more <sighs> you want more like a, af- like affirmation. Affirmation? No. If you wanna know like more information about like, you know, fake news itself, um we're going to get into that on how we can educate ourselves a little bit more when it comes to the world of fake news because like I said this is very important to discuss so so like I said um from elementary from not in elementary excuse me from middle school I discovered what I wanted a career in check school I kind of start writing and you know researching the type of degree I want and developing slowly developing my skills when it comes to writing check the beginning of college I start to see and realize the world of fake news and decide early on I am not going to contribute to fake news and I am not going to be painted as this <sighs> as this terrible journalist that people expect all journalists to be because of the word fake news. So it's kind of fast forward. Um, to today being a junior at the University of the Incarnate Word UIW and um, finishing up my fall semester of 2020 my first semester back into school because I was out of school um, for almost like a year and a half due to financial reasons but I, I came back to school and my first semester back, which I've pretty much mastered because next Tuesday or Thursday is my last day of class. So I've I've mastered the first semester back. Oh, my God. Let's, I got to give myself a round of applause right there because I'm saying you, after being gone for about a year and a half, I, I was really afraid and I really wanted to just do well this semester and just really survive because being out of school for so long it, it does affect a person especially students um, in general because it's you kind of feel like you're losing your edge and <sighs> I'm telling you after coming back and surviving this semester and feeling this confidence at the end of it my god this really was something This really was something so anyway (laughs) besides that (laughs) um, besides that so (laughs) first semester back and one class that I took this semester is called media ethics I want to give a quick shout out to my media ethics professor Dr. Blanton now if you (laughs) are a UAW student and you're hearing this and you know who Professor Blanton is or if you don't know who he is I just want to say that he is a freaking awesome professor his class was the first class I had on my fall schedule and um I remember going in the first day of class obviously through zoom meetings because it's 2020 and we are in a pandemic so first day on my zoom class um you know he he talked about who he was and what to expect from his class and what to expect from him and right away i mean I just knew I was going to really enjoy this class so shout out to you professor Blanton for just being a really great professor your teaching ethics is really they're really amazing I just got to say that they're really amazing and if you're a comm arts major definitely look forward to taking his class when it comes to media ethics because this guy knows his shit, and you know you had taking your class, taking your class as the first class, coming back into college really helped in so many levels because it helped me regain the confidence that I lost in the year and a half that I was out of school and writing your papers. Throughout the semester and doing your and having the presentations in your classes, like I said, just really rebuilt to me as a student myself. It really built back up and um, it really built back up my confidence. And so, i I want to say, thank you so much for that. Truly appreciate it. If you somehow come across this podcast episode someday, somehow, Um, truly appreciate that. so enough with the, <laughs> so enough with the wishy-washy <laughs> stuff, um, so yeah, so, this semester, took a media ethics course, and, um, I think the name just pretty much says it itself, you know, it's, it's classes talking about the media and, like, you know, the ethics of media, I think that's pretty self-explanatory, so anyway, so, <laughs> taking media ethics, and, um, For this class professor blanton wants us to purchase a series of books that we're going to write various pages on and one book which you know spoke to me pretty early on into the semester was a book by a man by the name of ryan holiday and the book that I am describing that really res- that really spoke to me early on this semester is titled trust me I'm lying Co- let me repeat that again <laughs> it is called trust me I'm lying confessions of a media manipulator by Ryan Holiday so again trust me I'm lying confessions of a media manipulator by Ryan Holiday you guys this book This book dives deep, deep into how easy it is to write and publish a fake news story and how people do it and how to like recognize so many things that is going on in our media that pretty much describes fake news. And you know, when I read this it just it was just a strong confirmation to me personally that, you know that fake news exists and people are okay I mean not people, journalists are okay with spreading fake news. And it's just, you know like I said, I, I really hate The word fake news. It really upsets me because these journalists who are okay to write such such fake stories and all that for personal gain makes every other journalist look so bad. And when I read this book, (laughs) it just. (laughs) It brought me to a sense of responsibility that I needed that I need to take on and that I need to execute from here on out Um, you know like I said this book just dives deep into how easy it is to write a fake news story and how to recognize a fake story and just so many things, just so many things that I was afraid existed in the world of media and it does exist, you know, this book is living proof of that. And I just, you know, I really want to flip the script when it comes to fake news, I really do. Because, because that's not what I'm all about, you know. And I don't think anyone should be all about that, you know. Like it's, <laughs> we shouldn't even be in this situation or having this discussion, you know. You're taught early on in college that you're supposed to write factual, unbiased. Stories for wherever you work, and <sighs> it's it's an ethic that you just learn so early on, and, <sighs> and and for journalists just to lose sight of that or just to ignore it, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is, but honestly, like, screw you, man. Like. <laughs> Like that's all they gotta say is just screw you because, you know, you're making me look bad, and I'm not even like freaking like like real journalist yet. I'm still a junior in college, and people already want to throw me into the mix that you into the mess that you created. Fake news. God, I freaking hate that word. I freaking hate this. <laughs> and 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 I know that it's and and I know i I said that like, we need to like find a way to resolve this issue, and I think the only way that like we can really resolve this issue is if whatever hmm. <laughs> the only way that we can really resolve this type of issue is just not adding is not be another person who adds to the world of fake news that a lot of journalists created but what i mean is if you're a journalism major and you're in college right now, whether you are a freshman, sophomore, junior like me or senior, if you're especially if you're a senior and you're about to head out of whatever university or whatever school you're going to I mean we've we're all in school, we've all we're on the school learning and knowing these things <coughs> you know that fake news exists and we know that its created a lot of controversy within our media and within our society as well we understand that there's a lot of work to be done when it comes to getting rid of fake news and not contributing to that cause but I just wanna say it can be done I think the only solution that we have to you know get rid of fake news writers is to just stop being part of the movement and let's create our own movements and we can call it I don't know we can probably call it restoring faith faith in in on news I don't know (laughs) I'm not (laughs) that sounded really bad well okay so maybe we shouldn't call it restoring faith in news but you know you catch my drift. um like I guess whether you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, or you're a senior heading out of whatever university you're at. I think, no, I know we can be the generation or generations to put an end to fake news. And I am so confident in saying that because I mean, let's let's consider what happened this year, in 2020. Many people organized and educated themselves to go out and vote in the polls this year, in 2020. And when we did that, you know, um, last I heard, 74 million people who went out and voted for Biden got him elected so I mean it can be done (laughs) but it is very possible for us to rally up together and fight for restoring honest accurate and unbiased news so I am asking you asking all college students and you know what let's Let's mention high school students. let's mention middle school students. It's everyone and anyone, no matter who you are, no matter what grade or level you're in, no matter what your age is. If you want to be a journalist, that's like your career goal if that's the you know where you see yourself one day in the future I want you to stand with me into being an honest and accurate journalist because I am sick and tired of the fake news thing I am sick and tired of that label because I know this is not what every journalist is about you don't go to school for X amount of years to to be a journalist and then just to you know get slapped in the face by anyone out in the streets or anywhere saying that with getting slapped with the word with the label fake news saying like oh you're gonna con- oh you're writing for fake news like no like we are so much better than that we are so much better than that, and as easy it is to write a fake news story, it is just as easy to tell the truth. So like I said, I am asking you, I'm asking all of you, everyone, no matter what age or grade you're in. If you want to be a journalist and and you don't want to continue hearing the word "fake news" in whatever shape or form it is, then let's create the change now. Let's be that change. Let's start writing honest and accurate stories. Let's let's be that movement because it's, it's doable. It is very doable. It's doable that we can do anything. And I really believe it. And all the people who are writing for fake news, this might be really messed up for me to say. And... I might or might not regret saying this once I hit the publish button on this podcast, but all those people who are writing fake news, I kind (laughs) of... Eventually, they will bite the dust if you catch my drift you know every day one of them has to bite the dust I'm just saying that's all I'm saying all I'm saying is that and (laughs) I mean I mean you know Either that's gonna happen or who knows, maybe they might change their ways before that happens, you know, maybe they might jump onto our side and say, You know what I had enough of writing fake news story. Let's get back to being honest and accurate. Let's creates a new era, you know. Th- th- Anything can happen, anything can happen. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) All I'm saying is that I'm saying that we're better than this. Fake news is a label. It is a lifestyle that I want destroyed and I truly believe we are very much equipped to do it no matter what age no matter what level you're on let's this restore honest accurate news because I'm not part of the fake news movement I will never be part of the fake news movement I believe in change and I really believe that we can be the change we are meant make happen. And that's all I have to say about, you know, fake news and just how we can be more informed and fight back against it. So like I said, um check out before I sign off, check out the book Trust Me I'm Lying Confession Confessions of a a Media Manipulator by Ryan Holiday I'm gonna say it again and I'm going to say it correctly if you have the chance or if you want to check out the book trust me I'm lying Confessions of a Media Manipulator by Ryan Holiday he dives deep into what fake news is and how to recognize it and how easy it is for it to be so active in our world of media If you want to educate yourself more on it totally check out that book um, if you want fake news to end and you're a writer yourself then become the change that needs to happen you know be a honest writer be unbiased and let's just give the public the information that they need to know and not spin it in any way because all that anyone wants is the truth and everyone deserves the truth thanks again for listening to live with Mars the podcast I will talk to you guys next time in next week's episode Um, please feel free to tell your friends about my podcast tell them to give me a here just help your girl out in any shape or form. It is greatly appreciated. But this is Mars signing off. Have a good night, everyone.